Hello and welcome to the 90 Minutes Cynic Twitter live lunch at Platform at the Argyle Street Arches. I'm Chris Gallagher and I'm joined by Christian Wolf. I'm here. And Ian Dugan. Good afternoon and I hope you all enjoyed your international rest. Okay. <laughs> We're just check. We don't have enough. We don't have a lot of time. I know. Uh, you wouldn't know this. Sorry. Uh, we've had a bit of a flustered start, but you literally kissed me on the shoulder. That's the weirdest thing ever. <laughs> uh, it's the, I quickly want to talk about the website article that went up yesterday. You can talk, talk the people it's, through it. It's Celtic What If. We're giving five different scenarios, past and present, some far-fetched uh, to some like of our writers. Like Ronnie Dyla coming back. For example, one is, who do you choose? Uh, if you only had two choices, Neil Lennon or Ronnie Dyla as the Neil next Lennon. permanent Neil Celtic Lennon. manager. Who would you choose? Uh, Neil Lennon. I think Neil Lennon won our Twitter poll with 67%. Listen, I, I, let's not revise history. Dyla was a bit of a shite bag. Jiggery? You said we didn't have much time. He was time. a bit of a shite bag. And he, the Dyla bus was a flaming wreck. It was a glorious shite bag. What a man. Okay, hey, listen, a glorious shite bag. I'm, I'm not hating that, but true. Uh, <laughs> We did the podcast game on the podcast. Listen to it, 90 Minutes Cynic, uh, at 90 Minutes Cynic on Twitter to get the links. It was really good fun. Were you frustrated shocking. by it? I was just sort of, I just worried about Lewis. Like, I think, yeah. like, are we going to set him some homework? Like, just to, like, learn some international Celtic players? Maybe we could test him when he comes on the live lunch a couple of weeks' time. He kept waiting for the, I mean, the content man, of the game to change. The man works in education. He's teaching the youth of today. And you, he, he didn't seem to know the difference between a foreign player and, and a British one. So I, I will say that Youth of Today are a great band. Um, Celtic versus Ray. Oh, uh, before that, okay. we've got our man Rory's at the press conference. He is at the press conference. The press conference audio uh, will be going up later this afternoon, early this evening. It should be terrific. Rory's, a, he's, he knows what he's doing, so he'll cover it well. Um, Celtic versus Rangers um, at the weekend on Sunday. Everyone's going to take a breath. Uh, Ian, what's your thoughts? Um, I think listening back to the pod, I think this is probably the first game where I felt going into it that actually we've got to take this properly seriously. I think perhaps the players and the fans underestimated uh, Rangers in the, at the Ibrox game and we came a bit of a cropper. We were, we were you know, outplayed, outpassioned. And actually this time it feels like, you know, you boys spent, you know, 45 minutes talking about it, talking about strengths and weaknesses. Last year it was all sort of a bit of a laugh about when we were playing Rangers. So I think, you know, I'm hoping that Celtic take that same mentality in. Yeah, I mean, I was talking about how the fact that I've not felt nervous or questioned anything about uh, playing Rangers um, since about 2011. Um, And now all of a sudden it's kind of like, well... It's going to be a tough game. New manager, um, difficult circumstances, um, some injured players. Thoughts? I think, as I said on the pod, it's just the uncertainty of it. Um, Rangers came out in two completely different ways in the two games against Celtic this season. Uh, first one, they sat deep, tried to frustrate. The second one, they were just pressing high in Celtic's faces. I'm unsure about what Neil Lennon and Dylan Kennedy is going to do. Um, Dominate life, I well, imagine. other than that. Uh, I do think, if I was going to guess, which I kind of have to because I'm on a panel talking about it, is that we'll see uh, quite a similar game to Celtic's game against Aberdeen. I don't think Rangers will try and do the same as they did at Ibrox. I think they'll try and sit in and try and exploit Celtic on the break. I've been thinking about this since we did. I listened to the pod the day after. Um, I've actually changed my mind. I think Rangers are going to attack us. 
I think they're going to be really aggressive and attack is literally from the get-go. They're going to try and step to us. Now, if it was a Brendan Rodgers team, I would be pretty confident that we'd be able to get in behind, that we'd be able to essentially break, break them very easily. I'm not saying that we're not going to be able to do that. What I'm saying is, when they press us, it has caused us problems in the past. I'm still confident we're going to win, but I think Rangers... I, I've completely changed my mind. I think Rangers are actually going to come out and get us. I think they... I kind of feel that they have to. A draw is no good for them. Like They really need to be going into both Glasgow derbies and uh, winning both if they want to have any chance of salvage in the season. So I, I, I don't think the Rangers fans would take... I happen to imbibe some alcohol with a, with a Rangers fan last night and he was that was very much him saying was that Gerard actually has to come out and attack what I would say is if they what I, I can imagine happening is they are going to the first 50 minutes really presses and really come at us if they score within those 50 minutes then I think they'll revert to Watanaccio and just completely have 11 men behind the ball yeah. I think they'll go for that early goal I mean, if we scored an early goal, I think we could run all over them, run over the top of them. I think we could really take it to them um, in terms of actual goals. Because unlike the Rat, Lennon wants to humiliate Rangers. He's like all of us. He wants to really humiliate us, humiliate them. And I think that might even play into the fact that you know he might push people forward, leaving gaps in behind. I mean, we had this discussion on the podium about. Celtic's intensity level with yep. Elon and being the kind of manager who wants to fire them up, especially for the, these games. Where were you? Are you think that's a risk in being too intense, too fired up, or do you just say you know I, the I more think, the better? I think at Ibrox they got the balance wrong, so I think a bit more intensity is good. I think there's players who have personal scores to settle. I think I suspect Brown will start and. Brown is essentially playing for his credibility, I'd argue. He was, you know, bullied out of a game, and I don't think I've ever seen that happen to Scott Brown before, maybe except in Europe. There's a couple of those pictures of him with Rangers uh, players taunting him. But you can see him making a mental note in his head as it happens. So, that'll be interesting. In terms of his administration of his uh, murder hit list, he's very good. His his administrative knowledge of... Yeah, yeah, terrific. Um, Do you think he put extra pressure on the team? Uh, by talking about yesterday about how you know they've been thinking about it and how if Neil Lennon wins this match, um, he should be at least yeah. a front runner for the job. Extra I pressure, mean, you think? Unfortunately, we didn't have anybody at the press conference yesterday because you know we got, we got jobs and the students among us are pretty lazy yeah. as they are. But we'll, we'll sort that out. When I actually read the, the headline, looks uh, interesting. But when you actually read the quotes, it's not like Scott Brown is actually saying, "Oh." If we win on Sunday, jobs Neil Lennon's. He's saying it's obviously be a great boost for the team and him, but you can't uh, trust the mainstream media, am I right, Christian? Let's let's do something about but that. But I think it's that kind of talk is going to come before and after every game. I, I think. Yeah, I think Lennon could lose the job on Sunday. I think I think he could. He has the ability to no longer be in the running on Sunday. I don't think in any way that he can actually get the job on Sunday. I think the job on Sunday comes down to the Aberdeen semi-final and getting us across the line in the league. Yeah. And, and then obviously the final, should we get through that? Um. Um, yeah, I think that's a, a really good point. I don't think jobs will be given on, on Sunday, put it that way. Um, because essentially, let's say we beat, we beat Rangers and then we go on a three-game losing streak. I mean, it's not. I'd be hugely surprised if that happened but you know you can't yeah, give I, someone a job on the ba- a, a job on the basis of but I don't think you should lose the job on no, Sunday yeah. either like that's that's my I, 
my annoyance with this debate is every game now is oh he won so you know he should do it. oh he lost oh he shouldn't get it. it you almost shouldn't base it at all on these 12 games because it's such a weird situation. It's such a short time frame. It's, it's taking over another team. Yeah. You should base it on whether he's the best person for Celtic in the next two, three years, not what he does now. Uh, personnel, um, regarding personnel for the game on Sunday. Uh, before we get to actual personnel, before we get to actual personnel, no, no, I want to ask Christian a question. Okay, uh, Christian, uh, you did some stats via... Um, your fantastic uh, stats website. Um, Modern Fitba. Modern Fitba. Edward's the best striker in the league? Edward uh, scores the most goals per every 90 minutes he's played, and he also gets to the highest quality chances among those. XG. So, What do you mean by highest quality chances? And I'm not being facetious, I don't know. Expected goals is basically a combination of how many chances you got to and how large a quality they were. So you kind of look at, okay, if you get to a, a chance... We look at how many type, how many percentage of that type of chances have been scored before, and if you say it gets to a chance where it's been scored half the times before, you get zero point five expected goals. Does that, does that make sense? Yeah, it does. One sec. <laughs> I thought I was on a fucking lunch here. Yeah. <laughs> like, but no, it's essentially, it's, it's a way of looking just beyond how many shots you've taken, when how many I, good yeah. chances you've actually been at. When I was playing pro ev back in the day. <laughs> I used to beat teams 10-0, but my XG would be very poor because it was the same goal. Get to the byline, cut it in. Get to the byline, cut it in. Tap in. That, that sounds like a high XG goal. If, you, if you're really close, that's a high XG. Oh, turns out I'm yeah. expected goals. Um, thoughts? But yes. Uh, it's, per, per, it's on personnel, uh, I think Edward has to start. Willie? Yes. yes. I think so. Um, now, weirdly, everybody's thinking that they've heard a rumour um, and that Weah's going to start. I, don't, I mean, Lennon's barely used him as a sub, so I'd be surprised. I think, although as we talked about a pod, he does like a surprise. He does like a surprise. Games. Spring a surprise. Spring yeah. a surprise. Yeah, it's on here. I, I, well, I, to me, the Hunskelper Tom Rogic uh, being in the starting lineup that will do for me personally. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've just uh, Edward has to start for me. I, I still don't think that it's a guarantee he will. Uh, I, I think that. Lennon likes Burke. Um, he's played him more out wide than he has in the middle, to be fair, but he loves Forrest. If Rogic's available, I think... I th- if Rogic is available, I think Rogic will start. Yeah. I think Forrest and Sinclair are absolutely nailed yeah. on to start, which means the only real position that we have to question is that number nine role. And it's a toss-up between Wea, Burke and Edward, I wouldn't put Wea in the picture as because of what Ian says. So it comes down to Burke and Edward. Personally, I think it's Edward every single day. Um, yeah, no. Is there any argument for Burke? Not that he's not. We're not. He's not a bad player. I like Burke a lot. I think he's great. I just think Edward's I'd, the I'd, best striker in the league. I'd, I'd happy have Burke in the team. On one of the one of the sides, but I don't think he's going to start ahead of some players. I, I think Burke so. gives you he's a real potential impact player, yeah. particularly if, if 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 Rangers do come out and sit in. Then you know coming on, we well, we know that Rogic isn't going to play more than sixty minutes, yeah. so you've got you've got a sub penciled in there, and actually Burke might bring you can something somewhere different in terms if, of the injection. Forrest comes into the middle, and then Burke goes out yeah, for, for, for yeah, example, yeah. or Rhea. So Listen, if you say this, if you say next week in front of Louis that uh, Rogic's only going to last 10 minutes, he'll stab you. I said 60. Which is Again, 52 minutes. Which is 52 <laughs> minutes longer. No, I mean, Tom Rogic is a, an absolute match winner, especially in these games. I would actually probably even play him if he's half fit. Like, I, I'd take a half fit Tom Rogic over a 
Brown and Bittle in central mid yeah. because you know Bittle and I think I think there's a place for Bittle in, in the squad. I don't think I, I'd rather if everyone's fit. I wouldn't play him. Brown and McGregor, as much as we've criticised how that works, it work works better than a uh, Brown and Bittle. No, I, I think a bit. Edward, I think I think it's Roger if it's if it's fit don't enough. Be, don't be afraid of the mic. That's fine. Don't be afraid. I think there are two big questions. Is Toljan or Lustig? And yes. also their centre-back pairing. I, I think I'd go with Toljan in that one. So would I. Yeah. Uh, centre-back pairing. Just talking about I, I, I know. I would, I would like Benkovic and Ayer. I, I, I suspect it'll be Benkovic and Boyata. Oh, and I'm, I'm, I'll be disappointed. I know. No, I'll, no, 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 no. I'll be raging. This is a head-heart thing. And, and Tierney hopefully being back. Is, is fantastic. I, I agree with absolutely what was said in the pod. I, I, if this isn't his last game of the season, it's either his second last or his third last because I think we just have to rest him. Yeah, um, I think the issue would be who comes in. I, I guess it would be Johnny Hayes for the rest of the season, which again I, w- I would be fine with. Tierney needs rested. We don't want to break him. He's a wee, He's still young. He's still developing. And the fact is, if it's a he's hip, still drinking milk, he needs to. Yeah, oat milk. Yeah. Not soya milk. Um, but, you know, the fact is, if it's a hip injury, it's a big impact injury, and it really needs to be rested. Uh, I would go with Toljan as well. I mean, I made it clear on the podcast on, on Tuesday that the two biggest appointments Celtic need to make next season are, you know, a manager or coach and a right-back. Um, we really need to we need to get that right. It would be good if um, one of the members of the 90-minute Senate came up with a kind of catchphrase about a right-back. Yeah, I don't know oh, what it would be, but it would be good. It works something in. I, I, it sounds ridiculous. Yeah. It, it would demean the entire production. Um, if Rangers win on Saturday, is it a Sunday? Is it squeaky bum time? Uh, do we get worried nope. if they win? No, nope. I'm not worried. I, I would get a bit worried. No, I... <laughs> Christian's just like, oh, statistically it'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think I'd get a bit worried. Um, I, I'd be annoyed. I wouldn't be worried. I, 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 again, we'll, we'll do predictions in just one second, but you know, I, I predict Celtic will win. But let's just say they have a masterclass in jamminess, refereeisms. Bobby Maddenism. Bobby, Bobby Maddenisms. Um, and just luck. And they do a Brian Loudrop and escape up and score a goal after we've dominated them for 90 minutes. If that happens... And we have the we've got seven point gap. That's all. It's a lot. He'll be fine. I guarantee it. Oh, for fuck! You sound like Kieran Harden. To be fair, <laughs> I guarantee the treble every season. And I'm not guaranteeing the treble. I'm guaranteeing the league. It's on me. I am not guaranteeing. I'm. I want it pure a lot. To be honest, but I suspect if it comes down to it, I think Rangers are going to have a tougher set of post split fixtures. They've still got to go to Rugby Park, albeit we'd have to go to yeah. Ibrox. So, I mean. If you lose the league from 10 points down with 8 games to go, it, it, it's the biggest collapse. I've put, I put here, if they, win the, if they win squeaky bum time, Liverpool question mark? I don't know. Liverpool were quite ahead, ahead at the start of the middle of the... They did I the think the difference in quality between Rangers and Manchester City is it's still <laughs> fairly... I, I'm really big. Of course, I, you know, it, it would be... You would get a little bit uncomfortable. Yeah, we should, we should wrap up. This is... Wedding testing. I've also, testing, I've yeah. also, I've also put here. I'm not actually writing anything. Um, <laughs> when can I make a point? Because I, I like to, you know, sometimes it's worth bringing up a non-football point. 
uh, you know, everybody needs to make sure they squared away stuff with their mums, that they've not accidentally booked a sort of Mother's Day lunch. I've helpfully brought stuff into the Saturday and the Sunday evening, and I think that's a great tactic if you have been caught out by that. So, again, a wee life tip for you, a life hack. Yeah, um, me and my mum will be um, sitting on the couch listening to the Rebs watching the game. Uh, she's from Donegal, so. Uh, but you, you'll be probably in some fancy restaurant, you and your wife. No, I'll be on the way to a cottage somewhere. You like cottage? Oh, an actual cottage. An actual cottage. By a lock. We should, ra- we should wrap up. Um, it's a little bit shorter this week, but that's due to circumstance. Um, Christian Wolf, your prediction for Sunday? 1 0 Celtic. Uh, Christopher Ayer. Uh, I'd go. 3-1 Celtic I'm actually going to go and this is going to sound ridiculous but an early goal and it's going to be 5-0 Celtic <laughs> in We've the first half Christian Wolf, Ian Dugan Marek Robert I'm Chris Gallagher we're the 90 Minutes Cynic and we'll speak to you down the road yeah.